Podcast episode 45, Anchor's number one nerdy conversational podcast, and the podcast where two of us can grow a beard and the other not so much. My name is George. And I'm Tommy. And for those of you wondering, Anthony had to take this episode off. So, with that being said, let's jump into the housekeeping. If you enjoy the podcast, please check us out. We do daily news posted Monday through Friday and an occasional review posted on Saturdays this week. If you were lucky enough to be listening to us, you got two reviews because we're awesome. Um, if, you, if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page over at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds where you can donate to us, but more about that later. So with that being said, housekeeping's out of the way. Tommy, what have you been playing, my man? Um, I've, I think it's safe to say with the fact that one of the reviews we posted was my Destiny 2 review. It was awesome, shameless by the plug. way. Very Thank sh- you. Appreciate that. Well-deserved shameless plug. Uh, I've been playing a lot of the new Shadowkeep expansion, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I've been uh, hanging out in your stream quite a bit, and uh, yeah. it is pretty dynamic compared it to... It really is. Yeah. Also, sorry if my camera's a little jumpy. My cat's trying to play under where I have my laptop set up. The good old Gato. Yeah. Dexter, no! <laughs> but they made a ton of good changes to it, especially with the Armor 2.0 system. The... The gameplay feels just kind of like the best of Destiny 2 and Destiny 1. Yeah, I, thank th- you for moving, Cat. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, I was going to mention <laughs> I you know, I got some Destiny 1 vibes while watching you actually. Yeah, definitely. And even even playing it, I felt like that because the moon is it's so familiar, but at the same time it's so new for with sure with what they've changed. And I love it. Yeah, so, yeah. I was gonna say the moon. It it was kind of nostalgic even for me, and I only played the vanilla Destiny. Like, yeah, no, no expansions, no nothing. So what I and saw, a lot that, of I was like, Fuck. vanilla D one took place on the moon. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, that that was really cool to see see them go back to that. Um, all in all, definitely cool expansion from what I've seen. So, what else you been playing? Anything else? Uh, a little bit of gears here and there still, cause I love that game. It's so good better than i expected it to ever be this year (laughs) and of course a little bit of borderlands here and there but since destiny came out again well since shadowkeep came out it it's been my bread and butter as it has with a lot of people actually the like month and a half off i took because i know for a long stretch we had that joke of i was constantly playing destiny you were constantly playing we are billions Mm mm-hmm it's going to be right back to I'm constantly playing Destiny. Like, that's how much it's, like, hooked me back in after me being burned out. That's good, though. I mean, that's that's oh, the yeah. kind of expansion that needs to get executed on the regular, you know? Exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's really awesome to hear. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll jump in and see what I've yeah, been Yeah, go for it, bro. Um, so I played What the Golf for the podcast. and I love that name. <laughs> dude, it's... I, I had no idea what to expect when I was going into this. Um, so big shout out once again to the people over at Pop Agenda for the, the review copy that they gave to, to DBN to review. Um, it was passed on to me because I'm the Steam guy. Or actually, this was on the Epic Game Store. But nonetheless, I uh, booted it up, not really knowing what to expect, and had just a fucking blast playing it. I played it again last night on stream for about an hour and a half. And it's just so wacky and goofy 
and there's it, it pays homage to games like Portal, Super Mario Brothers. There's just tons of gaming nostalgia th- packed in there, but it's wrapped yeah. into a golf mechanic, and it just it's so hard to explain. But once you play it, you'll be like, "What in the hell were they yeah. thinking?" And it's goofy and it's fun. Um, and yeah, I, it just really caught me by surprise. But outside of that. Um, playing a little bit more Magic the Gathering Arena. I've been playing actually quite a bit of it. It's been easy to I play. I you were streaming that last night. Yeah, yeah. I finished off the night playing some Magic the Gathering. Um, and it's... It, 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 there is a learning curve to Magic, but once you get into the ebb and flow, Arena really is structured to keep the game moving quickly. And I remember when I first started playing Magic, like I, I remember it, like feeling like it took forever for a phase to go through. And, and arena really does make it it flow faster it so mm-hmm. your your standard match is only like maybe eight to ten minutes long and it, it's it's solid it's a solid card game so yeah um, really enjoying that um haven't haven't spent any money on it not an ad um but you know you, you do get experience and stuff as you play other players and you can buy card packs with that so that's what i've been doing nice yeah future topic we need to have Yu-Gi-Oh versus Magic, and why is Yu-Gi-Oh better? Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> you know, the thing is, though, is like I really enjoyed playing Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. I just stopped wanting to stay up to yeah. date with the sets as they banned cards. Like that was my thing. Like I was just like, ah, you know. So no, I I feel you. I I just had to make that joke. But I mean, I I I, I think there's merits to lots of card games. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. So I I mean I love playing Pokemon too. So it's it's like there's there's different means of strategy and, and, and gameplay in all, all these different games and it just depends on what you're looking for really but yeah we used to of... beat up the kids that knew how to play pokemon in middle school yeah i mean i started the card game that is yeah i started playing pokemon the card game and then it was funny because like i was like that kid in like third grade with all the pokemon cards that actually knew the rules and i was just like no you can't do that and everyone's just like shut up I'm going to play my Charizard out of my hand with no, say, with no evolutions. I'm the, I'm the guy that's like, it's my Charizard. <laughs> you shut that, the that, fuck that up. Me. It's Charizard. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> so that was, that was my childhood. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, every, every one of these card games has its merit. I mean, Yu-Gi-Oh! I remember playing the most in high school. Um, yeah. But man, uh, Magic has been around for so long. Oh, and yeah. uh, I've been playing it, I want to say, since I was around 10 i think off and on so it, it does go way back to, to to be able to pick it up in a digital form and play it it's a lot of fun oh, but yeah sure. but that's what i've been playing uh with that being said we'll take a quick break and we'll come back and we'll jump into this these two sweet and saucy topics and we'll be right back everyone and welcome back everyone thanks for listening to that ad and supporting the show now we're jumping in to the first sweet and saucy topic topic number one tonight the ps5 being announced for the 2020 holiday season what features do you want from this next gen console and is the ps5 a must-buy tommy your thoughts give them to me in their entirety um i think that the ps5 and just next gen in general whether it's ps5 or scarlet with the huge jumps that they're making it's definitely a must-buy, no matter which platform you prefer. Uh, I'm going to start with that one just because it's the simplest one to get out of the way. 
because they have the I have the specs for both that are announced pulled up right now on my phone. So I'll go off of those real quick. Both have a custom AMD Zen 2, which is an eight core processor. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I was hoping if you you were gonna bring up the processors being the exact same. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, both have custom AMD GPUs mm -hmm. that support ray tracing. Uh, the Sony one supports 3D audio because, I mean, that's kind of Sony's thing. Like, yeah. They've got 3D audio on lock. I wouldn't expect Microsoft to have that. Yeah, they've always they've always done a good job on the audio yeah. section. Uh, Xbox has native 4K support with 8K support and up to 120 FPS. Uh, Sony has... 4K, 120 hertz refresh rate, and 8K support. Both are insane there. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the big one for me. Storage-wise, Xbox has a new generation solid state, while PlayStation has a current-gen solid state to it. And the backwards compatibility will be for Scarlet, every Xbox platform. Original 360 and Xbox One. PS5 will have P just PS4 and PSVR. And they will use USB Type-C for the controller for PS5. Uh, what I think the biggest takeaway there is the hard drive. That new-gen solid state will prove to be key, at least at launch, for load times, in my opinion. Now, the see, see, I actually have a different opinion other than load times on that, but go ahead. Uh... Because we all we all know solid state, quickest way for load times, and that will be a factor that I'm sure Microsoft will push. And they're going to be like, this is the newest tech, this is the most reliable tech. Oh, you see, for example, I, I would bet they look at, like they load up something like Destiny 2, which if you watch any of my streams, the game takes forever to load. Yes. <laughs> uh, they're going to be like, oh, here's Destiny 2 on an Xbox One. Here's Destiny 2 on a Scarlet. Day and night comparison. Kind of like how Sony did with the ray tracing with PS4 Spider-Man to PS5 Spider-Man. Okay. Not saying it's a confirmation of Spider-Man for PS5, everybody. They just use that as a test bed. <laughs> not, trying, not trying to get sued by Sony because I don't know any NDAs or nothing like that. Sony, don't do it to me. <laughs> Stream gets shut down right i don't even stream on a playstation sony what the hell don't blizzard me you get blizzard you get blizzard by sony on an xbox yep <laughs> oh so yeah no, on that I'm note excited. though I'm, I'm i'm excited for both too i do think that it's interesting that xbox is going with that new proprietary uh ssd um two things about that though i do think that playstation might be a little bit more easily to up upgrade like if you want to buy a new solid state and slap it in there because it is a standard ssd um that may be depending on what the dang thing looks like so far we've only seen this ugly v looking oh my dev god, kit oh my god it looks like a radiator if it looks like that i'll and i'm an xbox guy i'll buy a scarlet out of fucking spite out of spite <laughs> if that shit looks like a fucking you like, like you like four banger cylinder in that bitch. You you pay for your Scarlet. You walk over to the PlayStation Fives in their in their glass case, and you just give I'm them just the like, you just give them the bird. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fuck you. but to your point about upgrading the hard drive, you're right. 
Like, yeah, I yeah, think that might take a ton of space. I think that's going to be the cheaper option down the road too. And you know, if but if, externals if, are a thing, yeah, but externals aren't as quick as SSDs. I mean, an it, external SSD is just as quick. Uh, I, I yeah, USB three Yeah, USB three. You're right. It, the thing is, though, I I don't I don't know. It could go either way. I I still. I have mixed feelings about the proprietary SSD because that's just another thing that is going to get marketed and marked up. Um, but you know, if it if it does prove to be faster, then good for Xbox. I mean, hell, if you have yeah. a superior product, you have a superior product. I can't can't bash you for that. But all in all, the specs for both machines are pretty fucking impressive. Oh my god, yeah. Um, from a PC guy standpoint, I'm 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 like damn girl um so making you want to upgrade yeah uh i mean i my ultimate goal for in terms of setup wise because you know I, i've i have a two monitor setup my, my pc's decent she's she's pulling her weight um but i'd like to eventually get a capture card set up so i could have you know my consoles up here as well eventually and yeah. capture that footage in one spot um for me to capture console footage now i'd have to lug out my laptop hook all that up it it, it it would be a pain but uh theoretically it could be done with for the switch and stuff but again if i'm gonna be getting a ps5 you you, you bet i want to stream it come on so yeah, right i mean ultimately that's what i'm interested in seeing is how they behave um how the native streaming actually functions what what are its perks you know is twitch <laughs> gonna have some pretty sweet integration coming app coming out for these machines because if so or you know obviously on, on xbox it's gonna be a mixer uh well it also has a twitch integration that is also a thing oh has it been confirmed i i did not see that well my xbox one has twitch integration is what i'm saying like that will be there oh great cool excellent yeah. i thought anthony told me that you couldn't stream to twitch from xbox unless you were going through a capture card but how the fuck do you think i stream yeah, but now oh, I'm thinking to myself, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have listened to Anthony. <laughs> maybe you should have listened to the guy who streams from an Xbox. Ah, maybe, <laughs> perhaps. So, yeah, you know, uh, it, and just in time for, you know, the 2020 holiday season, yeah. I think it's I think it's going to be a good... It's going to be a good holiday season for games. I'm curious, overall, what the launch title package is going to look like from both. Um, I can take a guess. But before we get into that, there are two more things I wanted to bring up because I do want to get into the launch titles. Uh, you have the one floor. Is one more feature that I think both need. Obviously, crossplay is becoming a more and more of a prevalent thing. Not only do we need crossplay, we need cross-generation play. For example, like Halo Infinite, they've already confirmed is coming out on Xbox One and Scarlet. If I can't play Halo Infinite on Scarlet with my friends on Xbox One, what's the point? Because I'm getting Scarlet day one. Yeah. I know I have friends that can't. And, and and that's a fucking solid point, actually, that yeah. I didn't consider. And then, like, for example, with Microsoft, the entire Xbox OS is built off of Windows. I would like to see them stick with a similar dashboard style and base off the same OS so they can keep the party chats the same and all that so it's not so again cross generation so I can 
squat up in a party, like in an Xbox party with my friends still. Yeah. And the same would be awesome in PS4 to PS5. I don't know how likely that is to happen on that end, but I don't see any reason why Microsoft couldn't do it when operating systems are their bread and butter. Yeah, that's a solid point. But if Microsoft does do that and Sony doesn't, oh, that's gonna that, that's a like I don't want to say it's a killing blow, but that's a if they don't do that and Microsoft does that. A hard hit. That's a big oof, Sony. That's a big oof. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting that you know now that we have quite the pot, we have a lot more possibilities now with crossplay on this current generation, um, yeah. especially recently. Um, if that were to kind of get rolled back with this new generation of console coming out, it seems kind of backwards thinking to me, mm-hmm. um, it, and would be even more of a reason not to spend a shitload of money on a new console. I mean, I, I certainly hope they're not that dumb, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you I know? agree. Um, but that being said, yeah, I, I did not consider your, your point to the party abilities, and that is a solid point, even yeah. for PlayStation. So, with that when, being said, go it's ahead. It's kind of known that even right now, the PlayStation party system is kind of shit. It, it, it's been shit. I mean, it's come yeah. a long way since the beginning. I mean, those PlayStation 3 party days. Whoo, it whoo. didn't even exist for most of the PS3. No. And when it did come around, I mean, it was just super rough. It, it just wasn't what it needed to be. Yeah. Um, but PS4... You couldn't be in a party with someone who wasn't playing the same game as you. Yeah. So what the fuck was the point? You might as well just stayed in game chat. Yeah. So the best thing that came along was the ps4 game chat system but even that it's just awkward to control it's not very yeah yeah it it does in my opinion hinder the gameplay one way or another i think Uh, the whole operating system of the ps4 hinders the the gameplay of the playstation sorry to cut you off on there by the way oh no no it's fine i i don't necessarily think the whole thing because i i did I, I, I am a, a PlayStation fan outside of PC. I mean, I, I, my PS4 is where I kind of started streaming from. But I don't think the UI or, or the, the, the menus itself are the issue because I was able to deal with that quite a bit. But the again, that, that party chat when you're having to go back and forth or you have to mute someone, it's just not something that was designed to be done on the fly or with a yeah. streamer in mind, let alone. So I think that that's something that needs to be kind of looked at and something I would like to see in both consoles is, is something like a streamer mode where, you know, you maybe you have the ability to quick mute your chat. Or, Xbox or... kind of has something like that already. Oh, really? Enlighten, in, enlighten uh, me. On Xbox, if I'm streaming, it has, and this is like if I'm just doing it native through my Xbox and I'm in an Xbox Live party, it has the option for members of your party to include their audio in the broadcast. Oh, cool. So they can opt if they want to be in or not. And also, if you mute them, which is literally just tapping the home button, going down one, hit party, go down, and just press X on their name. Mute. Super simple. Super fast. They're off the stream. Nice. Like, it 
when they it's integrated it's way Twitch fa- yeah that, it, that's way faster than ps4 they thought about things like that and you could tell because with sony for example i know if you're streaming on there you don't have those options and also the only way the party could even be heard is if you have a secondary cord that plugs into your controller it, that goes to your headset that goes hey, to your capture card yeah it's that's all weird. that splitter and uh yeah so there is a way to get around that but you got to use the digital audio cable or optical audio cable out of the back and it's just who uh, even uses that it's it it, don't get me wrong crystal clear sound if you have an optical out on a playstation by the way like the old gen playstations use that shit but it it is something that you don't normally have to consider but if you're streaming surround sound but if you're streaming you you might want to consider it. it it's just yeah. one of those quirky little things about the console that i figured out a long time ago uh but boy was i happy when i came over to the pc side and i'm like oh i can control everything via my soundboard um <laughs> so yeah that that was that was just a pain in the ass to learn especially as a new streamer yeah painful and lesson the other important question for this gen is what is the price point like in for us what is too much i think personally if and i know saying this they're going to take the consoles at a loss they're always going to take the consoles at a loss they have to. especially at their launch they have to both xbox and playstation have said we don't make our monies off the console we make it off of the games if you sell scarlet or ps5 above 400 dollars you're fucking up. I think, and I know with those specs that sounds insane. But you, they've got to remember these aren't like we're not PC gamers. We're not dropping twelve hundred dollars yeah. on a console. If you keep it minimalistic price, you will have a higher return. Like look at the Xbox One X. Yeah, it was five hundred dollars. Cool. All right. But then there was stuff like water cooling and stuff that, while I love the X, I never bought one because it's got stuff I don't need. Yeah. Like, it's the most powerful console of all time. All right, cool. Yeah. Why do I need that? Yeah. It's definitely one of those trophy piece things. Um, and and I tend to look at PCs in terms of in the, in the same light. But, you know, granted, I still have my RGB RAM. I'm looking at it now. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so the aesthetics do play a factor in that. And I think that's where that Xbox machine came into the fray was, look, we know we have an enthusiast section of our clientele. It's not for everyone, but sure. honestly, I would be blown away if either of these consoles came in under 500. I think, yeah, I, I, think... I think we're looking at a 599 retail minimalistically. Yeah, I think for me the realistic price is five hundred, but as a gamer who's like, okay, I know I'm gonna drop hella money on the games at the same time. I'm like, I want this at four hundred, which so, is why I say that. So, like, so, so you have that hundred dollars to spend on another controller yeah. and a new game. Yeah, no, and, and I feel you there. It's because, dude, I bought the PlayStation Three on launch day two, and it, it six hundred dollar console. Yeah. I walked out of Target with a $600 console and I was scared because people were watching me. Um, but I, you know, 
it it I know it can be done. I don't know how many people are gonna bite on that price point right out the gate. And like you said, that's gonna be key. I just can't see it being that any cheaper than that. If it's cheaper than that, I will fucking eat my foot. But yeah, holy we- crap! I mean, if they came out under five hundred, I will. I would absolutely be impressed and be like, Psh, take my money. Like Let's I think see. there's a sweet spot that they gotta hit, and oh, I know definitely. I said ideally four hundred, but to me that sweet spot is four fifty, just because they they could be like we're under five hundred, we know we messed up. Like for Xbox, they're gonna be like we know we messed up pricing it too high last time. It was five hundred dollar console. Like Xbox cannot afford to do that again. Like, yeah. They- have to but, be but with things like cheaper. like a proprietary ssd that's where why things get expensive oh yeah it, i know so sir so here's here's an interesting hypothetical you know what if we have the playstation 5 retailing at 4.99 mm-hmm. xbox comes out scarlet comes out at 5.99 are yeah, are, a... are are you are would as as an xbox guy are you jumping ship tommy hypothetically I don't know if I would necessarily say I'm jumping ship. Um, I don't think I would jump ship, honestly, just because that's where my my friends are at. That's where, like, I like the exclusives on Xbox. And don't get me wrong, I like the exclusives on PlayStation. I will end up with both. I have both <laughs> at the moment of Xbox and PlayStation 4. But I mainly play on my Xbox, and my PlayStation is the exclusive machine. And that's what will happen this time around. I'm going to buy the Xbox. No matter what the price point is, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to complain about it if it's too much. You better believe that. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll if, tweet. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you guys have ever seen Anthony's Twitter about his complaining, you ain't seen shit until they try to charge me $600 for a Scarlet. I'm going to be like, which, Xbox, which, fuck you. <laughs> which you, you'll be reluctantly paying on day one. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. I'll be spending much more than that. I so, spent almost 1500 on the launch of the xbox one because i bought that i bought like three collector's edition games i bought every launch title that wasn't a sports game yeah so when i think my most expensive launch was the ps3 um however i did spend a fair i i want to spend i spent about 500 dollars when the switch launched too because i bought a pro controller i was like "Ooh, i'm getting the extra joy cons pew 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 you know like i i dove in deep so yeah yeah that being said both of those bit me hard but man it was worth it <laughs> that fe- <laughs> that feeling of bringing home a new console that feeling oh, of, yeah. of opening it up and setting it up it's man special it, it it takes me back to my childhood for sure mm-hmm. but so with that being said let's jump into topic two tommy and this one is right. it, this one's the downer topic everyone so let's get ready buckle up here because we're going to be talking about Blizzard, everyone's favorite gaming company this week. And, uh, you know, with with everything going on with Blizzard, how can Blizzard work their way out of this PR absolute shit show of a disaster right. involving the Hong Kong protests? Because even, I, I, Tommy, I'm assuming you've seen what developed today on this. If you haven't, let me know. Yeah, I saw it. Okay. Where Blizzard uh, made a statement. Yeah, so... Blizzard you made a statement. People on how it started. Yeah, I was gonna say I'll I'll, I'll, okay. I'll give the background and then you can kind of finish it off with Blizzard's statement today if you'd like. Let me pull uh, up the statement then. Sounds good. 
Um, so for those of you that have been living under a rock, <laughs> um, Blitzchung, the player, uh, actually the winner of the China tournament uh, in Hearthstone, recently made a statement after he won the tournament and in support of the Chinese protesters in Hong Kong. And with everything going on over there, it's a highly charged issue. Blizzard immediately suspended him, or actually, yeah, suspended him for a year and took his prize money away, uh, which he expected to happen and many others pretty much knew as well. Um, all of this was pretty much a way to appease the Chinese government and their censorship practices, especially in regards to the Hong Kong protests. And after a huge outcry this week, we finally had an update from Blizzard. Tommy, take it away. Uh, the president of Blizzard Entertainment, J. Allen Brack, said that there are they will reduce the punishment, but said there is a consequence for taking the conversation away from the purpose of the of the event and disrupting or derailing the broadcast. Now, if they had just ended it there, that would have been fine, right? I'd have been like, I accept that. All right. I agree. Okay. Because yeah. I 100% was going to say on this, because like Tuesday came around when we found this out, this was a topic planned since then. And I was going to say, you can't drag away from the, from the game, which I'll talk about that in a minute when we get to our opinions. But then he goes on to say that Blitzchung used his segment to make a statement about Hong the situation in Hong Kong in violation of rules he acknowledged and understood, which is why we took action. Every voice matters. The official broadcast team needs to be about the tournament and, wel and a place where all are welcome. In support of that, we want to keep the official channels focused on the game. All right, cool. Then they go on to say, "Yeah, and then they and then they fucked China up." China had no influence on our decision. Sure, buddy. Sure. They reduced his suspension to six months and are giving him his ten thousand dollars of prize money, though, which is really good. They admitted that they said our process wasn't adequate. We reacted too quickly. He wants to ensure Blizzard maintains a safe and inclusive environment for all our players, and that our rules and processes are very clear. Play nice and play fair. All right. Um, so, George, what's your take on it? This is complete and utter bullshit. This is a PR statement that probably cost them half a million dollars to get drawn up over the past 48 hours by a legal team that absolutely shot them in the foot even more because they brought up China. Yeah. Like, it. this... We, we knew the decision had to do with the censorship in China, Blizzard. What should have happened was, you, you know, when we're talking about human rights, you should stand on the right side of the fence and call call out what needs to be called out. Um, particularly with what's going on over there is absolutely horrible, in my opinion. And the... Agreed. You, you know, unfortunately, it's a huge market. And for both a non-communist nation like ourselves in the United States, it, they're they're a huge global power, and you know they there are tons of manufacturing, tons of tons of things come out of China that are good for the world. But when we're dealing with you know humans in these situations, maybe we need to take a step back and ask ourselves: Is it worth it supporting 
a company that's going to bend at the knee to something like that. Um, I, you know, I caught myself, I did play, I, I forgot to mention it earlier completely actually, but I played a little bit of Overwatch on stream earlier this week. And after the stream, I didn't even realize it, but I was just like, you know, do what? Do I? How do I feel about this? You know, like it kind of. I kind of caught myself thinking, "Wow, I didn't consider, you know, with everything going on, if playing Overwatch was a great choice tonight on my stream." Um, I still had people hanging out, which was great, but nonetheless, I still question my morality in that decision after the fact. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm not at the point now, right now, where I'm going to be deleting my Blizzard launcher or calling for anything like that. But do I think Blizzard is being shitty and uh yeah overall being shitty right now yes and i don't know whether it's activision to blame for that or blizzard themselves but this statement today absolutely absolutely left the worst taste in everyone's mouth i i think you'd agree tommy oh yeah 100 percent. now i'm gonna get some heat <laughs> uh but i'm gonna say it Fuck it. Bring it, dude. I, I've i been open. I love Overwatch. It's... This isn't changing that. Uh, there are many more people that worked on these Blizzard games than just the the tops that, and like the people who control the eSports League that say, oh, we're going to do this. It has nothing yeah. to do with that. And, no. And but... I, I'm glad you brought that up, and I wanted to... I, I was going to I was going to mention that earlier, it kind of slipped my mind, but the people that made these games are not the people that deserve to be getting fucking angry tweets at. Yeah. These people have lives. They get a paycheck. And let me tell you, there is plenty of shit I have to do at work that I fucking hate too. Okay? <laughs> like, it's just... Yeah. I don't blame any developers. I don't blame any staff members. But the executives definitely had a hand in this decision making, and there's no way anyone can deny that. It... It reminds me very much of the Randy Pitchford situation, but that didn't stop me from playing Borderlands because he's not the only person who worked on that game. Very, very true. But here's where I'm going to get heat. He knew, he very well knew the consequences of what he did. That contract is very well known to be incredibly strict and harsh because Overwatch players have gotten into a lot of heat before for doing less and got punished way worse this is true so like he knew what he was doing would cost him this should do i think that blizzard should have morally done it no i don't do i think he should have said that or acted however he did on that platform either no i don't that's where i'm getting heat from there like no one's gonna like the fact that i said he should not do that on a on that stage if he has a statement to make like that, do it on his own public forum. Go on his social media where he's already got a following. He's a huge Hearthstone player. Say it there. Don't say it on Blizzard's platform and draw them into it. Then you're putting them into unnecessary fire where they have to take action. So I can't blame them for what they did, but I can blame them for how they did it. And the how they did it is the problem. They were like, if they had just said, you, you can't do this. You can't drag us into these statements. Keep it about the game. Simple as that. Suspended, whatever. It's in the contract. Simple. Done. 
But then they go on to say, this is not about China. This is about the game. While, yes, it's about the game, it's clearly about China. Yeah. You're a business. You're there for money. And guess what? China is money. Whether you're the, a government, whether you're a business in America, or a global business like Blizzard, guess what? China's involved in your money. Yep. And that's just how it is. People aren't going to like that. And I am i don't think... I think people are, are pissed. Rightfully so. But I think a lot of it is internet outrage that doesn't necessarily hold much merit it, and because it, what's up i it, it's go ahead, i want you to finish your point but i have something to tack onto this really fast yeah like for example our boy anthony who's missed calling him boot licking cucks <laughs> it's like all right anthony that's a little bit of outrage uh yeah i get it you're angry but can can you all read his contract before you immediately saying, oh, fuck Blizzard, burn Blizzard down? Like he made his choice. There are consequences to action, and and, and that's all that is. And on that note, you know, I, I was talking with this about this with my wife earlier in the week, and I was just like, you know, everyone's just now getting upset about the human rights issues yeah. in China, like they haven't been going on for twenty plus years. You know, let alone longer. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I mean, when when did China become a communist nation? Everybody. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I that that's where I was. Are you caring now? A few days ago, I was just like everybody's just finding out about how terrible this is, and I, I I'm glad that they're organizing and speaking out against their government. I think that needs to. Oh yeah. Needs, absolutely needs to be happening. Uh, but you're absolutely right that. Blitzschung knew what he was doing. Um, it's just unfortunate for Blizzard that they're putting themselves into this situation, and there's nobody to blame but... I mean, yeah, none of this would have happened had Blitzschung not done what he did. But the hypocrisy was already there to begin 100%. with. 100%. I agree. And, and, and the statement just was the salt that absolutely tilted the internet to the other the statement was very half-assed yes so so it, and, and and to say oh well, we gave him back his money well it's not about the money at this point blizzard really you know it's it's about a stance at this point and if you like when he said that and you banned him and then didn't say anything other than you banned if you had said hey, uh, it's not necessarily about the political statement you made, it's about the platform you made it on. Then there probably wouldn't even be this issue. But Blizzard elected to say nothing about the statement. They just said, you banned. For several days. And then go, this is not about China. Well, when you don't say anything and take almost a week to say the simple words, this is not about China... I'm sorry, but it's about China. People calling you out on your shit. So, yeah. so, so, getting back to the core of the the topic, how the hell does Blizzard dig themselves out of this hole? Um, because I think... because I honestly, I'm just like, man, you know what? At this point, you've done enough damage. I mean, the question is, do they have to? 
their stock price hasn't taken that big of a hit. Like, let me let me look at something real quick. Uh, I'm gonna look at to see how many people are watching World of Warcraft right now. Yeah, on that was something else I was gonna bring up, and I've there seen are currently. 52.3 thousand people watching Overwatch on Twitch, and 31.3 thousand people watching World of Warcraft on Twitch, and 16.9 thousand people watching Hearthstone on Twitch. Yeah. Do we? Do they really need to to fix anything right now? Yeah, and, no, and that's that's just let it die. And and that's where I feel like you're absolutely right with the outrage culture, and yeah, how this kind of Trump is going to tweet. People are going to be pissed. Everyone's going to forget about Blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> South Park is going to insult China again. They're going to say he looks like Winnie the Pooh. They're going to forget about Blizzard. Yeah. So it, it's it's just interesting how, and the way I feel about this whole situation with Blizzard, in a nutshell, it's like they took their dog outside, they stepped in some dog shit, and instead of taking their shoe off at the door, they kind of just walked through their apartment and dragged the dog shit across the carpet. And just made like a, a, yeah, it was a bad thing. You stepped to dog shit, but then you made it worse because you just dragged it through your entire house, kind of yeah. a situation. Um, if they would have just reacted, like you said, in a more timely manner with a straightforward statement, I don't think it would have been nearly as big of an issue. Yet here we are, half the internet is ablaze and angry yeah. at. They straight up Blizzard could have said the very next day they could have been like, "Look, we're a business. We're not about taking political standpoints." Yeah, we have money investments all around the world. We got to keep that kind of stuff out of it. Fine. There would not be a problem. Yep. It would be a non-issue. Because money fucking talks, Tommy. Yep. You and I know that. Yeah, I all too well, my friend, all too well. But yeah, I feel like we... uh think we, we kind of covered everything man you want to hit let's hit that outro man you know let's as do it brother as always guys thank you so much for coming out and, and, and chilling with us if you'd like to support the podcast other than listening please check out our anchor page at anchor.fm slash dads beards nerds where you could donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of 99 cents 4.99 or 9.99 a month and you can cancel that at any time um you could Find us on Twitter at Dad's Beards Nerds, Instagram at Dad's Beards Nerds Podcast, and a link to our amazing Discord is always in our episode descriptions, including this one. You can also find that link to our Discord in our Twitter bio. Come hang out with your fellow nerds, past show guests, and make some new friends. You could find us on Twitch, which we're streaming to right now, twitch.tv slash Dad's Beards Nerds. Find myself, George, at Ghioko on Twitter. And that guy underscore George one three three seven on Instagram. Tommy at Nightwing five nine three on Twitter and fi- Nightwing five nine three zero on Instagram. And Anthony at Dadbod plays on all social medias. Until next go send time, send some love real quick. Too. Yeah, and, and go send Anthony some love if you're if you're listening to this. Go 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 tweet him a heart. I, he'd appreciate it. I know it. I'm gonna do it right now after we get done. But as always, everyone, thank you for coming out and listening to us tonight. It's been a pleasure. I'm George. I'm Tommy. And thank you guys again for listening. Catch you on the next one.